just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 81 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season 4, episode 14, sad song for dirty lovers. This is it. This is like the most anticipated episode, anticipated moment of all time, surely. Like nothing has been more important than this in the world. I like drugs more than I like pain. <laughs> because, well, Sophia's bush has like a... Sophia's bush <laughs> has a history there. That's exactly what you just said. <laughs> Get well, out on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> that wasn't what I meant. I will write that one myself. So, honey, put the pen down. I've got this. I reckon Mouse got a wang on him, isn't he? He's got a massive <laughs> dick. God. Yeah, because that's why Erica Marsh left him. Which one's which? Well, you're going to have to be Lucas because, you know, you're identical. And I'll be Hayley because, you know, I'm talented. <laughs> I could be the mayor and you could be the cocaine. I'm trying to snort you. Or you be done, I'll be Deb and I'll taser you. <laughs> Your face then. <laughs> Such disappointment. Why do I have to always be tased? In the airport, in the gate, to go home. <laughs> yeah, I looked across and his legs were slightly open and his balls were hanging out. <laughs> in the airport. <laughs> I see. Is that, is that a pigeon? Is that a pigeon? Come here. Come here. Now say it with some bass in your voice. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. You know, we're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. O T H what? Sing with O T H what? Ravens. Ravens. Call me Colonel now, you little ungrateful bastard. <laughs> Call me it before I get your dad on the phone and we'll have a 30-minute conversation <laughs> and only 10 words have been exchanged. It will be about how ungrateful you are for the opportunity to be on this platform, which is the People's Podcast, which is O-T-H. What? O-T-H. Ravens. Appearances. Keeping up appearances. Keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. I was really good talking to myself. <laughs> Nicky, Nicky. We don't have sex scenes like this in One Tree Hill. Like this were like in terms of they were literally in bed, you know, humping. Um, and... <laughs> you know why, Simon? Why? Because fuck you, Dom. <laughs> <gasps> 
I'll, I'll raise my hand and be like, um, Mr. Michael Murray. It's, I'm a long time fan. It's wonderful to be here. Season 3, episode 13. Uh, you, uh, as Lucas, had to hump Brooke and kind of just did this weird friction like that. It made this noise. Can you hear that? Yeah. That's, that's what you did. It was horrendous. Um, how did that feel being a divorced couple having to, to basically dry hump on another one set? Uh, can I check? Do you love dongs? You <laughs> must love dongs to be in this pit. No, do heroin, drink a Diet Coke, and have a cigarette. That was my right. diet. Yeah, that's pretty much That's it. It wasn't a walk. And then he was like, oh, I'm glad I came on this walk with you. Doesn't it wasn't a walk. It wasn't. It was yeah. barely even a stroll. Practically rolled out a fucking bed and ended up on a bench outside the fucking cabin or whatever it is. Oh my god, he actually has. Full flute. What we celebrate today? Oh fuck it, it's Wednesday. I'm gonna bang in some champagne. La de fucking da. <laughs> Tell you what, Keith does not manscape at all. He just naturally is just perfectly contoured down there. He just it falls into place. <laughs> So hello and welcome to the Ravens One Tree Hill podcast, where it's always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 4, Episode 14, Sad Song for Dirty Lovers. Dom, we are here. How are you, my man? Good. What happened to you there? (laughs) I read... You brought up the teleprompter. Mm-hmm. And I, obviously, I never know what the what the episode's called, and I just watched it just before arriving here with you. And sad song for dirty lovers. I just can just picture mouth crying on that bed, oh, you know, basically basically begging for sex, and uh, just we had a lot of fun on the watch along at that storyline in particular like if people haven't uh watched the watch along video it's up on patreon so please get involved but in particular it was funny and it was just reminding me and i'm sure we're gonna have a good time talking about that storyline tonight oh yeah <laughs> wow how, how are things with you my friend yeah good yeah uh pretty busy um but just cracking on with it you know got things to do and that's about it really there's nothing exciting just looking at looking at bills paying so many bills lately i paid so much Mm. money out for just stuff that is just irrelevant so anyone that lives (laughs) anyone that lives in the uk knows that we have to have tv licenses Mm -hmm. and you know this is because we have the bbc and the bbc don't have advertising on their platform uh so we have to pay to be able to watch tv shows without any adverts and it cost me 159 pounds for the year and it cost everyone that um yeah and i just think oh what a nightmare i then got a <laughs> uh, it's just a waste of time i then got a uh, a letter from the council because i have to pay like service charges and they're like oh we finally got um letters from your solicitors and that you've moved in and the, the property's yours and this that and the other but you know you've got to pay for elements of the building like and the grass cutting and all that shit and i was like okay so i had that was another 145 quid and then you know i thought i'd look at my mortgage statement i told you this the other day and my mortgage the amount (laughs) on my mortgage is more than i actually fucking borrowed initially 
And I just yeah. think, what is the point? It's just going to be just continuous loop of debt for the rest of my life. But you know, once you once you accept that you're going to be in debt forever, it, it's kind of freeing <laughs> in a way. It's kind of like I'm going to die in a mountain of debt, but I will die. So <laughs> and it won't follow me. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. But you know, on the TV license front, I fully agree with it being um how do we say bollocks like absolute just bollocks on a stick and that's not where you want bollocks to be it's uh trash i don't like just hey bbc just do adverts just put adverts on like every other channel and earn your money there and fuck off (laughs) (laughs) i don't even watch it I even watch BBC. I f watches f watches some of the cooking shows, but it's just it's it's trash. Just put some adverts on. This is the problem. Even if you weren't to watch those channels, you know, there's still like the possibility that you could watch it. So legally, you have to have the TV license, and if you don't, it's it's a like a criminal offence. It will be gone soon, though. Like as in in years to come with the, with streaming. With everything being Netflix and Disney Plus and Amazon Prime, I could quite happily not have a TV license and not watch any TV. I, I wait. Hang on a second. I have Sky. So for p- people, our international friends, the Sky is like cable or satellite cable, right? I don't know what Sky called in America. Just, I don't, just cable. It's like satellite TV, yeah. Right, right. Do we like? Do I have to have a TV license even though I pay like £100 a month for Sky? Yep. I mean, I have a TV license, but I just mean, surely I'm already paying a, a hundred... <laughs> I'm already paying £100 for Sky. Doesn't matter. Do you know, if you if you um, didn't have a TV, let's say you get rid of all your TVs in your house, but you still have yeah. your laptops, your phones, whatever, anything that can stream, you still have to have a TV license. It's trash. They need to get rid of that. It's such bollocks. Such, such bollocks. Just get rid of the BBC. It's all full of corrupt wankers anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just put just let just put adverts on and be done with it. And because like they're gonna lose out huge anyway if they don't do something because like I don't know how they're monitoring who's watching the iPlayer. The iPlayer is the streaming bit for um the BBC for people that don't know. I don't understand how they can monitor that, you know, like if you have a TV license to be watching that. They don't, like, one doesn't talk to the other. So the t- TV licensing people don't talk to who manages iPlayer. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're not interlinked. So I managed to get away all this time living here without one. It wasn't until <laughs> I, I I'd said, you know, maybe doing myself an injustice here, but I'd said all the way along, I'm not going to get one until I get a letter that tells me I need to get one. And it yeah. last week I received that letter that says, this property isn't registered as having a, a TV license, blah, 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 blah. And we'll forward it to, you know, some sort of crime squad or something. And I was like, okay, I guess I better pay this now. <laughs> so I literally, I literally made that assessment myself. I was like, I'm not, I'm not paying it. I refuse to pay it. I don't have an aerial. I don't have anything that comes through signal-wise to ATV. So I do watch everything off you know streaming, streaming platforms or my xbox or whatever you know um and you do watch the iplayer occasionally 
occasionally. I'll give, oh, I'll give him that. No, I'll, I'll okay, watch, all right. I watch a, you know a couple of quiz shows on there. We like a quiz show, <coughs> but um, but you don't like the wall though. That's not a proper quiz show, is it? Really? Yeah, it is. It's We're paying a, for readies. Just a, drop them. Just a weird gamble at the end of it that you're just frustrated with the idiot because they took the offer or whatever. Um, <laughs> frustrated with the dickhead that signed the contract when you could have won a lot more money. It's just <laughs> you know, you know a lot about it for someone that doesn't watch. I've it. I've seen it once. <laughs> Do you like the wheel? Uh, I've never watched the wheel. The wheel's fun. Is that the Michael the McIntyre like, one? Yeah, you have someone in the middle. And then on the wheel are like celebrity assistants. Basically, you, sp- you get you spin the wheel, and uh, you get the question. And then whoever the wheel lands on, that person will help you answer the question. Oh. But they they have like it's like such an like an array of people. It's really entertaining. Um, but yeah, TV license trash. But do you know what's not trash? Well, I'm glad you're up to date with your bills That's... and you're in hor- horrible debt. And you know, I think. Um, um, F and I must have had a TV license for like twelve years now. Hmm. That's what that sounds like a long time, considering we're like in our mid thirties. You know, <laughs> by by the time we're like fifty, we would have had one for like almost thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> right, but on to, on to better news. So, uh, for people that know or don't know, obviously we do other podcasts on our podcast channel. We know the majority of people are here for One Tree Hill, and we appreciate that. Thank you very much. And we do have some people that are here for our movie stuff. Free Ninjas is a movie that you and I, Dom, grew up with. It was special to us. We used to play as like the characters at lunchtime in primary school and all that sort of thing. And we've been lucky to have a few cast members on. And then I've... Uh, had some of the cast members on where I've podcasted when you you haven't been able to be there. And one such occasion was last night um, where we had two on. We had the mum from the Three Ninjas movies. She was in three of the four of them, Margarita, Margarita Franco, and uh, she was awesome. And then we had uh, Evan Bonifant who played Tum Tum in Three Ninjas Kickback. And they both came on at the same time. Really good fun. Really enjoyed it. It's on our it's on our podcast channel. It's on our YouTube channel as well, so check it out. But what came out of it was I suggested that um, it's the 30th anniversary of Free Ninjas coming out on the 7th of August of this year. And I suggested about um, doing a, a live watch along of the movie with as many of the cast as we possibly can. Mm in an attempt to raise money for charity like maybe raising money for what's going on in ukraine or you know other other great causes and not only are they really into it i've got a few people that are really into it and they're still in contact with a lot of the main cast including like max elliott slade who played colt um you know and others um the dad in it um alan mccray like loads of people and so i'm in the midst of trying to put this together which could be like crazy awesome well it would it would be mind-blowing uh for me anyway as like a massive fan of it all um and yeah so watch this space i'm like it, it all takes so much time like to get this podcast i did yesterday it was about maybe four or five months of like in the making of like messaging back and forth setting all the times and dates up like they actually 
it's very uh, laborious at times, but definitely worth it. But how cool would that be? A live watch along with the cast that, that for charity. Awesome. That'd be so much fun. Um, I mean, yeah, let's, I'm happy to help in any way. Just let me know. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just be dope. We'll get... I've reached out to people we've had on already, so like Kate and Behar and uh, Scott's already in, and Big Bang Michael Lasky is in, um, and obviously Mar- uh, Margarita's in, Evan's in, and we're trying to get uh, Ian in, who played the dad Sam, and we're trying to get Max in, he played Colt, and uh, and some others as well. I'm going to try and reach out to John Turtletarb, who's the director, Um and Martha Chang, who is the producer and owns the rights. I'm going to try and pull as many people in as possible. And, uh, yeah, because 30 years, that's a lot, That's a big anniversary. So Awesome. That's yeah. so cool. So cool that you've already got people on board as well. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, right. One Tree Hill. Before we get there, what if I told you we had... A new recruit. I'm not sure I'd believe you. <laughs> what if I, can you imagine if these people aren't real? Like <laughs> I'm just making it up every single week. I mean, it helps that I've met a lot of them. <laughs> They're actors. Oh, They're not real. So you're paying them to, uh, yeah, join the watch-alongs every week. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Wow. That's... I'm committed to these liars. <laughs> Uh, no, I, is... I knew no I knew no one could love One Tree Hill that much and it was all a con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well coming straight in at at varsity. Varsity. Oh I, was, I thought you were gonna sneeze, but was that just like a No I'm good. Was that like a very low effort yawn? <laughs> yeah. You yawning as we're putting people into Vossi. Jesus. <laughs> so excited you need to take a sit down for a minute. Luckily I'm already sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. You need to stand up. Coming in at Varsity, our new friend. Lizzie. Lizzie. Lizzie, I've seen those dribbling skills. I've seen you shooting. Getting those mm. three points. Nice and easy. You're outside mm. the, outside the key. Hell, mm. you're at the halfway mark. You're just throwing wow. it. Throwing that meatball like it's nothing. Like it's meatball. air. That meatball, yeah, you heard. Lizzie's throwing that meatball like it's air. Just floating yeah. on in the hoop. Mm-hmm. Hoops. Nets. They're all involved. Lizzie's got control of them all. Do you know why? Um, they're meatballs, apparently. Because Lizzie just became a raven. <laughs> or a meatball. We don't know. Lizzie didn't become a meatball. She's got control of the meatball. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Can it be a, a vegan meatball? Yeah. I don't like the idea of just a ball of flesh. <laughs> okay. Min- minced up flesh. It's it's a vegan meatball. It's corn. Lovely. Mm. <laughs> Linda? Can it be Linda? McCartney? Yeah. Sure. God rest her. 
Yeah. She did a great thing. She's got a great... She brought... She's been... They've been meat-free since, like, 1991, I think it says on the on the packaging. Pioneers of the vegetarian food world, aren't they? For real. Like when you when production. when you think about like Linda McCartney, it's like that's that's some good quality vegetarian produce. I always wonder how much Paul McCartney gets out of it. Like what percentage of that does he own? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe all of it. Maybe, I, well, I mean he's gonna have a sizable chunk of it, isn't it? It's his wife wife's name on the packaging. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> back to One Tree Hill. <laughs> One Tree Hill. This is a an interesting episode. The first thing that I would note is they're all looking older. Do you, do you see that? Do you feel that they're all looking like okay? You're not looking like teenagers anymore. Like I, I know. So if we're thinking, if Chad was 22 when he started, and we're in the fourth season, he must be like 25, 26 at this point. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, I mean, his hair was noticeably different again, wasn't it as well? Mm-hmm. It's just like a continuous changes from episode to episode. But was this like a? Was there like a break between the last episode and this episode? Uh, oh, there might have been like a mid-season break, maybe. Yeah, mm. that that that's potential, like a Christmas break or something. Yeah. Well, we've had like the Christmas sort of episode was a few ago, wasn't it? <coughs> well, I think his his hair in this episode was just more forward. Like he'd been pushing it back, and now he's got like a fringe or bangs, as our American <laughs> friends would say, and so. Yeah, I, I, and it's blonder. It, it's getting blonder mm. and blonder. There's actually These are... an error with hair in this episode um, mm. related to Nathan. Let's hear it. In, the, in the, the video at the end. The video that's titled Nathan Scores. Yeah. So that, the, that video at the end, his hair is the, exactly the same as it was <laughs> in, like, let's say, real time when they're watching the video. And that yeah. that would have been impossible. That wouldn't have mm-hmm. that wouldn't have that wouldn't have been a- well, he, able to happen. Or well, he could have had long longer hair. He could because this. I think we're led to believe that this is before we'd even met him in season one, right? This is him when he's with Peyton, but before like Lucas was around or anything. But even then, even like at the even when we meet him at the beginning of season one, his hair is very different. His hair's short, but I mean, we can't we can't rule out that it's impossible that he had longer hair and then cut it shorter, and then we met him in season one. I just think it's an error. It's improbable, <laughs> but, but I don't impossible. think we can call it in, but not impossible. Well, I'm just pointing I'm, it out. I mean, they went to the trouble of giving him the nipple ring again. <laughs> they added that. In, so you, yeah. <laughs> you got there's some balance there. The hair's not right, but there's a nipple ring. Well, you know, I'll, I'll take the hair over the nipple ring, to be fair. <laughs> At least there's not nipple hair over the nipple ring, oh, you gosh. know. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't know this to be true. And uh, I'm sure that Magda will be straight on this 
straight on this. As soon as she's hearing this, she's like, yep, ready to report for duty on whatever this is. But I know that Sophia Bush and James Lafferty were dating at a time. I wonder if this was the time. Because they do... they did have some good chemistry there so i'm not talking about the tape i mean like (laughs) the when they're having the scene outside and playing around in the sprinklers and stuff Mm. no not good chemistry no it's just um that scene are we going to talk about that already should we wait no well we can get there we can get there but i mean it would 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 it surprise you to learn that they were dating at this time? No, and I, I think someone else has mentioned that before. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it wouldn't be a surprise at all. Goblet of wine. Uh, it wouldn't be a surprise at all. Um, and yeah, on the screen, they actually look very comfortable together um, in their you know scene sitting outside, sprinklers going off and all that. Um, but it was a massive giveaway to what was coming. Um yeah, you said that on the watch along. I again, these are things that I don't think I would have noticed on the first like watching it, mm-hmm. but I guess you're watching it under a more critical lens. But are you saying that because at that point the video hadn't changed, right? So are you saying that when you was watching that, you re- predicted that there the there would be something to do with the video and them or just the fact that they're isolated. It's a bit unusual for them to have a scene together. So something is going to come up with them to crescendo the episode. But there's so much emphasis on um, the video and oh, Nate, you know, Nate's playing old videos or we're playing old videos of Nate. Blah 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 blah. There was so much emphasis on the video. It had to be okay. We've already seen Nathan kiss Peyton on the video by this point. And she goes, that's my baby, or whatever, whatever she says. that's such a horrible line. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) Disgusting, disgusting line. I hated it. That's my baby. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up and get out of my house. You're not even in my house, you're on my property. Get out. I'm hungry. Shut up! (laughs) I, I really enjoyed Peyton in this episode and she's being she's been so great for the last couple seasons that girl has been through enough mm. but stop with this shit <laughs> that's my baby my what baby. <laughs> was she putting on a <laughs> was she putting on a voice on purpose was it meant to be funny because he's like scott nathan's got okay we get it nathan you're a teenager right that's my baby <laughs> what what do you is this a character or is this you if it's you, you got to go. <laughs> it was sorry. It no. was dreadful. No, it's okay. It's okay. But uh, it was a prelude to what was going to come, wasn't it? It was okay. There's there's going to be something a bit more edgy that appears, you know, that that's been recorded over or something like that. Because they were putting way too much emphasis on it. And why would Haley stand there watching it as well with this big grin on her face, like? Oh, this you is know why. this is exciting. I love watching uh, old basketball games when she had absolutely no interest in basketball about you know three months ago. So um, it, it it just she was just standing there watching, waiting for something bad to happen. So I knew that that it was going to be like some sort of sex tape or some recording of that. And then having this scene that he had with Brooke that hasn't happened pretty much the entire time we've watched the show up till now. 
Right. It's just a massive giveaway of okay, whatever's going to happen on this video is going to be him and Brooke. Is the you know, and it also makes you think that there's a video of Peyton somewhere because she was came downstairs running scared, <laughs> right? Thinking, oh shit, that's me. And actually, it wasn't. So there's a video knocking about with Peyton and Nathan on it somewhere. Wow. Wow. So what is what are we thinking? Nathan set set up a little tripod situation at the at the end of the bed. They've got the old JVC going. <laughs> JVC. He's had a little focus. Sony. Come on. Even in those days. <laughs> okay, he's got something. He's got the the handheld camcorder that's now on the the tripod. He bought a set. He got a set for Christmas. Let's say. Um, and he's just. You know, recording. I mean, he got consent, did he? Yeah, he did, because she questioned it. He said it would be all right. Yeah. What I didn't get about it was they didn't seem drunk. I Neither of them seemed like drunk. I, I figured that was going to be the, oh, we were so drunk and that night at the party and blah, blah, blah. And he seemed like, yeah, some Monday night. Get one for the archives, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's like that's 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 taking experience and make it last on you know celluloid forever. This will piss off my future wife. (laughs) Oh gosh! All right. Well, let's let's circle back. Let's circle back. Who do you want to start with? Can we? What have we done too much? No, no, I think it's funny. Like, where are we going to start this podcast? <laughs> We've already talked about like the main event. <laughs> well, we haven't given our full. The main event is mouth. If we're getting to a main event, <laughs> my gosh, can we talk about Rachel, Rachel and Brooke? Because um, I I was reminded of a of a funny story of something that was happened to me that was similar in some way to what happened. So let me, let me, let me just tell this and then you'll see how it links. Right. So when I was what 17, I was in college and our college, like we've said, is like the end of high school. And I was doing ICT programming, like a B tech in IT programming. And my dad is always worked in computing, right? He's always worked in software and everything. And so a big part of this was that he could help me if I needed help with with whatever. And I and I was interested in computers, but I wasn't I can't I couldn't do the coding or any of the complicated stuff. I just liked, you know, Google and IMDB and things like that. <laughs> and um anyway, I got set this uh I, I got my university offer and it was conditional and the condition was that I had to get certain grades and I had to get the equivalent at A level of two A's and a B and um, so it was really important like if I if I didn't get that I wouldn't be able to get into the university that I wanted to go to so I get to a part of like uh, a test it was not like a test it was like you know do this project and, and you had to make this program and the program I was going to do was it would keep track of a five-a-side football teams and you put the scores in and it would like do a league, but it was like a, a whole program. 
So my dad asked his friend at work that was a computer programmer, like for real, like a professional, and he did it and he coded it all. I put my name on it and I handed it in. So like, yes, I cheated. But I thought, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to get my A or whatever. I get called into the office by the teacher and he brings me in and basically has all the code printed out. And he says, this code is so complicated, I I don't even understand it. And, you know, I'm I'm teaching it to you. And he was like, did you write this code? So what did I say, Dom? Yes, I did write this code. Yeah, yes, I did. Uh, and he was like, oh, okay. Takes the paper away, gives me a blank piece of paper and a pen. Like, in his office on my own, he's like, write it again. So I just sit like blankly staring at the paper and I just have to, I will wait about 10 minutes, like just scribbling things. And I just, I can't do it. And so I just, I, I come clean. Um, and I, and I had to tell him, um, that, well, I think he just came back and was just like, look, that's not make this any worse. I know you didn't do it. Let me give you an opportunity to go and do it yourself. Um, and I'll forget that you handed this in, you know? Um, and I said, thank you. I went and uh, did it myself. Very difficult. And he gave me a lot of help. Like, I think he almost in a way respected the fact that I so blatantly tried to cheat. And <laughs> But now that I was trying, that he really was helping me. And it got to the point where I was like five marks away from the A that I needed. Um, and I just told him, I just, I was like on my own with him at the end of the day in the classroom. And I was just like, look, man, if I don't get these marks, I can't get into the university that I want to go to. And he literally just looked at me, looked down and just changed the grade and just changed it to an A. And I was just like ecstatic that I went across the road and bought him a bottle of whiskey and took it back and gave it to him. Wow. And that was it. And that was it. That's so, awesome. I guess what you could say was, I cheated, he found it amusing, I tried hard, and then he kind of cheated a little bit to help me succeed. But there you go. So but I thought it was So you're Brooke, and he's Rachel, in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my dad, my dad's Rachel, he was getting, hooking me up with his programmer friend, but I thought it was just, it was reminiscent, I guess, of this Rachel Brooke situation, um so yeah there you go nice very smart that's what a good turnout as well nice i like it it worked out in the end story had to come had to come clean well talk to us about brooke and rachel my friends synopsize for us please i'll do my very best um not a path of storyline i particularly enjoy um but well you don't enjoy any rachel storylines do you like famously exactly as I, I said, in, enjoy meaning in general with uh, with Rachel, yeah. um, Rachel and Brooke, to be honest, together. But Rachel anywhere is uh, not enjoyable. And even it, though- is she brought Brooke down for you now? Like, as in because they spend so much time together. Like, be real. Like this season four, Brooke has this been your least favorite Brooke of all four seasons? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Even even well. There's, there's been like the super super bitchy horrible moments that I've not liked, but yeah, I think this has probably been the worst Brooke so far. Um, and if I was to, to ask you, 
of the main five, because um, I don't do this enough to like check in with temperature check you, how would you rank them from favourite to least favourite currently in season four? From this episode? Like, like, up, just like from up to this episode? Yeah, just from current vibes. So as it stands, it's Nathan, Haley. Mm-hmm. Peyton. Okay. Lucas Brooke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel so yeah. dirty to say. <laughs> I feel so uncanny. Why? Because Lucas is supposed to be at the bottom. Yeah, pretty much. He's the doorstop, what? isn't he? <laughs> for us all. <laughs> no. Not for me. And, and not, actually, for, not for Nick. Pey- There's a few of us. Peyton and Lucas will fluctuate in terms of Sometimes Lucas will be in the middle as as number three, and depending on what's going on. Is there anything that Lucas does that you like? Like the the, the whole stuff he's doing with Glenda. Th- that was nice. nice. Yeah, that was all nice. <coughs> he, he went from being that. one of the most trustworthy characters in it to being one of the least trustworthy characters in it. So, you know, I'm waiting for him to redeem that quality. Okay, so you prefer, like, beginning of season one, Lucas? Yeah, let's be able to tell him shit and he just keeps it to himself rather than I'm going to tell him shit and he tells everyone else because that, that he seemed to fall into that pattern for quite a while. I mean, it's not... I, I guess it's not an intentional trait of making him seem like a, a bad guy or anything, but it, it happened and it does happen. So, yeah. Like when Nathan told him he saw Keith, so the first thing he did was tell Peyton that Nathan saw Keith in the limo and it's just like you know give the guy a chance let him let him have his spiritual moment without you having to fucking share it with everyone it doesn't need to happen Mm. but yeah it it fluctuates between him and Peyton in the middle um but Brooke yeah my my opinion of Brooke has really 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 dropped in this season (laughs) and the whole chase stuff oh get rid of ferret face chase is it get rid of him He's got to go. FFC. 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 Fuck you. FFC. Yeah. FFC. Fuck you. FFC. You're a ferret <laughs> with no merit. You're a ferret with no credit. Sorry. Okay. I don't have anything else like that runs with ferret. <laughs> ferret. Credit. Merit. That's about it. That's all you need. That's all you need because he's got none that of That was those. enough. He's got none of those. Yeah. <laughs> None of it. No merit or credit. Yeah, exactly. But he does it like a ferret. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's talk about Rachel and and Brooke. <laughs> let's let's get on yeah. with this. Where do we start <laughs> with Rachel and Brooke? Um, they're in the girls' room. They like they they're using that set a lot. It feels like they made that set more recently, and now they're like, let's get our money's worth before they graduate yeah we had to tile this place so let's (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um and rachel brings her a letter and has been reading through her post you know it's a felony okay fine but we'll let her get away with it um and she goes you need to read this and she gets all excited because it's victoria's secret victoria's secret um really want to um, franchise yeah franchise close over rose take it on and um she's gonna become 
like this massive designer like her clothes are going to be in shops across the states you know stores across the states that that this is what it's all about this is the dream this this is the dream for brooke this is exactly what she's wanted exactly what she's been aiming for and it's happening and then it's like but look at paragraph 14 and so you look at paragraph and she's like what i'd like to read your post it's a guilty pleasure like oh, okay whatever so she goes to paragraph 14 and brooke obviously doesn't understand it and doesn't know what it means and um rachel has to explain it and says that you essentially need these grades you need to be this kind of honest person and get through without any fuss like for the remainder of high school and you can you know succeed and they'll take you on and they'll like franchise your clothing and so yeah. it's all like nice and exciting it's all very very fun and all fun and th- there's also the element of the artwork the artwork is important because the designs have to be yours if the designs aren't yours you know all the images that are on them then there's like a third party and there's problems so it's going to cause issues there so it's yeah. it's important for um brooke to remain as straight laced as possible uh, and do everything that she can to just get through the last moments of high school you know we, you, we can feel it's coming to an end we're nearly there um so not long to go and she just needs to keep her mouth shut and this is the advice from rachel just shut up and let's just get on with it and then the next scene they're in they're in the classroom principal turner's basically kicking off because one of these little toe rags has nicked the test <laughs> has cheated and all eyes are on brooke everybody's looking at brooke Haley's kind of looking at rachel and brooke but definitely looking at brooke and even Haley like confronts brooke and says look i just need to know was it you because you know it's almost like Haley saying we could do something about it and brooke's like uh no no and like kind of denies it we get into the classroom there's a surprise test principal turner's just like right this is what we got to do we're gonna we're gonna find who the, who the cheater was this is the best way of doing it and brooke passes the test she does that dom do you know who principal turner reminds me of who you if you was a character in one tree hill you would be principal turner it's pretty much because you're calm and chill but also you have that air of fuck off like (laughs) i know you cheated sit down take the test no you failed okay you're gone Haley, give me your keys like he's so calm he's so cool I think he's the coolest character. I, I'm calling it now. I would love to see a prequel show starring Principal Turner. I want to know his backstory. I want to know how he grew up. I want to know how he became so cool. I want to know all about him. I want to know about his family life. I want to know what he does beyond this. I want. And you know what we just called it? Turner's Prize. <laughs> You know what his prize is? Principal. <laughs> or we just called it Principal Turner. I don't, I don't. Or just Turner. Turner. Turner do. Turner. Get a dog called Hooch. You took it too far. You made it unrealistic. <laughs> I was talking in realism and you took it to fantasy. Can I ask a quick question? Go on. You said that he's really cool, right? Yeah. But you also said that I'm like him. You're right. You're right, there's an issue there. We've got to take something away from this, haven't we? I think we need to undo this. <laughs> I, I guess... Welcome back to being Mouth. <laughs> mouth, you're Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
You're getting ideas about being Mal. Oh, You're James. Up. I'd quite happily shoot up a school. Um, no, not really. I'd take that back. That's a horrible thing to say. Horrendous thing to say. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Just get that sound by out of context and you're going to prison. <laughs> as long as I don't actually oh. do it. Well, yeah. Well, who who do you think you would be most like in seriousness? Uh, I have no idea. Fergie. I thought you were going to say ferret face oh, no so, no come on no way come on i can't skateboard like that <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna make clean teens look bad badass badass i hate the saying ass in our accent ass sounds so bleh but yeah okay so yeah she has to do the test they do the old flintstones do you remember the flintstones movie uh, yeah we've drunk John Goodman and uh, Rick Moranis and others. That's what they. That's what Barney does for Fred. He takes uh, Fred's test and puts his name on it, you know, and vice versa. And then that way, Fred gets the promotion. Basically, Rachel watched 1994's Flintstones, had an idea, and she did that, which is a really solid move. And we got to give her that. Right. Yeah, I think it it was a nice thing. It doesn't make her any more redeeming for me. Like I, I didn't at the end of this episode, I didn't think, oh, maybe she's okay. I thought, oh, she's still a bit of a twat, but you know, she's done a nice thing. But she, but then you saw all of the boxes that she's been to, like five different high schools, and she's moved around a lot, and it is just like another chapter for her. Her parents don't probably don't care, you know. So do you not? Is she irredeemable? Could she redeem herself in the long term? Uh, possibly. There's there's a there's a possibility there. If if Rachel just continued down that path of being like honest and like a real like a real person rather than like a uh, this fake figure all the time, then then yeah, definitely. I, I think there's there's an option. But I I can't stand her. Whenever she's there. I just think, oh, God, let's just get away from her as quickly as possible. She drives me nuts. Actually, it's the voice. Oh, everything. No, just her character. I don't care about the voice. The voice is irritating, but I don't really care about that because she can't control that. I care about I care about the character and the fact that she's so irritating, and so like just so bitchy and pushy, and and she's very annoying, Simon. She's very annoying. Oh my God! You had to name me. I really. I, the... <laughs> <laughs> she she's she's basically the female Felix, except he was worse because he's homophobic, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. And she's not overtly offensive, though she has been offensive in multiple ways, but not like not not to like his levels. But she has the same function of being there to create tornadoes, you know, and drama, which she has done. But I mean, we we're closing in. To, well, we're not there yet, but we're getting closer towards the back half, the back end of um, season four. And you'd said before you don't think she's going to last into season five. Is that still how you feel, or you think? Because would you, would you feel really upset if you see her name in gold in the intro of season five? Uh, 
if she doesn't redeem herself further, so like continue to do like the good things that she's done for uh, Brooke, then yes, I would be disappointed to see her in, in the next season. She's definitely not a niner. There's no way she's making it to the end. No way. <laughs> no way. That just couldn't be allowed to happen. I would be so upset if it did. It won't happen. I'm saying it now. It won't happen. There's no way. I And if it does happen, I will personally re-edit One Tree Hill. <laughs> minus her. Every episode that she's in, it would just be minus her. Um, okay. Uh, that's a promise to you. Okay. If she makes it to the, to the end of season nine. You'll edit out, wait, what, her whole existence of the whole show? Yes. That is so much work. I'm willing to, to do it to make it that's like a better a viewing experience worth of work <laughs> i'm just gonna put life on hold for a bit <laughs> you just call your job hey i'm really sorry but something's come up <laughs> i actually need to spend the next couple of months editing a show that finished about a decade ago because this character and let me play you a soundbite yeah you see you understand she she knew that that fashion show was on the same day as that cheerleading contest and she set Brooke up for it. And then she met Solaris. He fell off a pony because she was doing crack. You understand what this woman does? You do? Time off and paid. Excellent. The paid bit is the important bit. I'm gonna, you're going to need to continue to pay me while I fulfill mm. this goal, dream, desire. Of removing her duty. It's, it's a duty. It's a duty. You're doing it for the betterment of everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd resubmit it out to the world and say, Rachel Gatina doesn't exist in this world anymore. This universe, universe, universe doesn't include her now. Enjoy. Update Wikipedia. Gone. Update IMDb. Zero. Does she not get her royalties anymore? No. No, no, no. She doesn't exist, so it doesn't happen. So the actress can continue to function, but on her IMDb, where, where it says One Tree Hill, it just gets removed. It just gets taken away. So everything yeah. else just like shunts up a bit. Got it. If you're doing that, you might as well get Felix out of there as well. I can do that. Might as well. Okay, I'll do that too. I'll take Felix out. And, and Gabe. Okay. It took you a <laughs> Why did you have to consider the date raping, drug dealing rapist? Because it makes Lucas a hero. Right. So we need, function. We need that villain has function. for Lucas to right. be a hero. Okay. So okay. otherwise, Lucas is just saving a girl who's slipped herself some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. We've all been there, you know. <laughs> night's not going to plan. Whoop. Hey. <laughs> no, night. Um, <laughs> who did this to you? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's terrible. No, don't don't drug yourself. Okay. Um, Watching a really good show, Dom, one I'm confident to recommend to you and our listeners. Brave. I'm confident with it. I think you'll like it. It's called Hacks. It's on Amazon Prime. It's about 
I'm not even going to tell you what it's about, but it's a comedy and they're like 30 minute episodes and there's only 10 of them. I think we're on like episode eight or something. So you'll probably finish before we do. But but it's good. It's like, uh, it's kind of dark comedy, but, uh, but light at the same time. It's good. You know, I said I was going to watch all the Avengers films up until Endgame because I hadn't seen Endgame. Yeah. So Avengers Endgame was like the last one. Yeah. And then there's a lot of film, but I started <laughs> from the first one in timeline order because Disney Plus does that for you. The only thing yeah. I haven't done is obviously watch the series that have been made, but I've watched all the main films. Jesus. I've watched them all. I'm 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 on how, how, I'm on Endgame now. How many is that? Shall I count them quickly? Really yeah. quickly. I do it really quickly. I could do it on my phone. Well, while you're while you're doing that, let me just say that Hacks has won one awards. It's won Emmys and things. Okay. So, I, I think you're in good hands. I think there's like over twenty, isn't there? Marvel movies. I reckon I've seen like six. So End Get End Games one that I've seen. So in timeline order, from Captain America up to End Game, there's. He's counting. So happy at his counting. So happy at his addiction to binging TV. There's twenty. Ooh. So, Endgame is twenty-one. So right. I've watched twenty-one Avengers films in about two weeks. <laughs> that's that's more than one a day. I'm really busy at work as well. It's not it's not like I'm not working. <laughs> Well, what's uh, does that include like the latest Spider-Man films and stuff? Uh, Spider-Man is not on Disney Plus because it's a Sony. Okay, so it's just thing. So, oh, um, I I have seen them though. I haven't seen the latest what? one. Spider-Man is not Marvel. He is Marvel, it's, but it's on Sony. Yeah, what? Sony own the rights to Spider-Man. I think so. They're not on Disney Plus. But he's still in the Avenger movies. Yeah. But, so they're like partner up on that or something, or they get a slice. I guess so, yeah. But that's why Spider-Man can be on Netflix. Uh-huh. Because it's not part of Disney. I see. Wow. Crazy. Yes. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Should we get okay. back to Rachel and Brooke? Yeah. I hate Rachel. Um <laughs> <laughs> So we we find okay. out we find out Rachel has, has done the old switcheroo with the test. She froze. Luckily, luckily it's this system where you pass everybody else's test up to the front because otherwise this wouldn't have worked. It's luckily that this was but, already in hand. But that's what happened in the Flintstones. The exact thing happened. Um, crazy. She's been watching the Flintstones. So anyway, do you know Halle Berry was a big part of my growing up as a child of my transition into being a teenager you know like now you're a man i basically I Halle berry came on the screen and someone was someone just walked in the door and just went muzzle tough <laughs> <laughs> i was just like okay i got it i'm here it's happening now <laughs> feeling a tingle oh my gosh <laughs> have you seen <laughs> still works have you seen um i don't mean that I mean, I'd hope it still works, but I mean, like, 
the thought of Hadley Berry. It's like the and it's like watch this. Where oh my gosh, have you have you seen Swordfish? You mentioned this numerous times ha- before. Too many, too many times. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched that film a lot of times and just pretending you're I... Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Oh shit, I leant on the keyboard. Did it make a noise? I didn't hear a noise. Just in my head. Um, oh my gosh. Am I right? Come on. Jeez. Jesus. Oh wow. Simon, you've gone a bit red. It flustered. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> the Flintstones. <laughs> oh dear. Right, Rachel. Hallie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She changes the name on her test. She puts Brooke at the top of her test and hides Brooke's test in her desk. Yep. Brooke passes, but gets called into... Hey, wait. Hang on a minute. So where's Rachel's test? Rachel's test... No, Rachel's test is what goes into the desk. No. Yeah. No, Brooke's test goes into the desk, and Rachel's yeah. test is what the one she puts Brooke's name on. Right, so to the teacher then, Rachel just didn't didn't hand one in. Yep. What the fuck? Unless she went... Because then, then she just went and confessed straight away. Yeah, because then she went and said, it was me that stole the, the test or whatever. But wouldn't the teacher just be like, well, where's the test that I gave you? So I didn't need to do it because I didn't know how to do it because I stole the other test and she did. Okay, well, can I have that copy back then? Just a waste of paper. I ate it. I think you have more problems than calculus, Rachel. <laughs> You've got a gut full of A4 paper. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you remember the Simpsons episode? Oh my God, where... are we going to talk about One Tree Hill ever? <laughs> Sorry. Go, go on, go on. I'll save it for another time no, where on. this might be applicable. I want to know now what happened in the Simpsons. Do you remember that Simpsons episode where... Bart sells his soul. Yeah. And then he has to, like, he eats the piece of paper when he gets it back. When that episode came out, it must have been in, like, year seven or something, and uh, someone from school that lived near me, <coughs> that we'd, like, start... We were, like, trying... You know, you're, like, trying out new friend friendships at this time. This was a friendship that lasted, like, a week, and then just that was it. And then we saw each other at school for the next four and a bit years just ignoring each other. <laughs> um, well, this was one one like that. And just emulating that episode, I, like, sold him my soul, and then we buried it in the ground at the park. Do you remember there was a park near my house we used to walk to? And if we, if we didn't come back in, like, exactly half an hour, my mum would threaten to call the police. Do you remember? <laughs> I do, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Right. Well, that's a true story. Um, do you remember? Yes, I do. Yeah, that yeah. Stuff. Uh, vividly. Yeah. yeah. Being threatened with the police. Yeah. I remember with, turning oh, up at your house. Um, we must have been like three minutes late, and your mum was like, "Well, I phoned the police. They're out looking for you already." And we were like, yeah. both of us were like, uh, "Oh shit! <laughs> like, what have we done? We've like ruined your mum's life." And she's had to call the police and the police are going to tell us off. <laughs> I've been being threatened with the police like my whole life. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, But yeah, so we buried it at the park and then I went home and then I actually panicked 
that this was going to be true and that the only thing I could do to do to, to get there was to go and get it. So I said to my mum or dad or whoever, I was like, I need to go out again. Like, I'd just come home from the park. I need to go out. I'll just be five minutes. And they're like, okay, quickly. And I ran to the park, took it, like, uh, dug at the ground with my bare hands, pulled the paper out and ate it. I was like 11, but... Such a damaged child. <laughs> and then I probably walked home because I probably couldn't run because I've got a sheet of A4 paper in my stomach. I don't think I ate it all. I think I ate a, a good bite of it, like a big rip of it. So Eve is easily influenced by cartoons. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Anything at anyone. <laughs> Pretty much, like, until I was probably in my early 20s, yeah. Nice. So, there you go. But yeah, please, Dom, please, for the love of God, can we talk about One Tree Hill? I need at least an hour to talk about mouth. <laughs> We've got that coming up. We've got 10 minutes to cover everyone else. <laughs> well, mouth. I will say that Nathan's mum's house, his spare room's bedding, looked very comfortable. And I feel like, is he going to let Nathan know that the sheets need changing or whatever? Like, I don't, I don't care if, you know, no fluids were exchanged or whatever. <laughs> um, I want them sheets cleaned. Like, I... The, I've had if mouse naked batty has been in them sheets, then they need cleaning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he is not a clean team. <laughs> <laughs> and and Shelley, look, that's not just that's not just uh, let's not keep this just focused on mouth. Like I don't want her batty in there either. I don't want no batties in any bed in my house. Do you know when our little guy gets older? Like I'm, he's never having a party here or anything like that. The locks are going to be on all the doors. If I have to go away for the weekend or something, I'm going to tell him. I've got cameras on the front of the house, the back of the house. If I even see an aorta of a teenager here, I don't know. What will we do? I'll sit outside the front with a bat. There we go. So Uncle Dom will be at the front of the house for the whole weekend. With a bat. And if anyone turns up that isn't food related, they they get hit. Yeah, I like this. Easy, I got your back, bro. Would you be like his uncle Keith, but just more more aggressive, <laughs> slightly less, slightly less dead, hopefully. <laughs> oh god! Like <laughs> one less bullet hole in me than. Oh Keith! Oh. Yeah, all right, so um, Craig Sheffer, Keith. Uh, was on Drama Queens this week. Oh, I haven't listened I to it because I don't. <laughs> well, so do I because because yes, I had so many messages about it, which is lovely, so and many. I I appre- I appreciate them because because I don't listen, you don't listen. I think I might have to go and listen to this one because it sounds really interesting, um, and because he doesn't really do interviews and stuff, so it'd be cool to hear hear about him. Um, but yeah, apparently he he was saying that uh, he he felt really wronged by Mark Schwann and um, 
and Mark had sort of promised him that he would, as long as there's one tree hill, there will be Keith. And then sort of just turns around and just sort of blindsides him and just says, yeah, we're going to kill you off. Which I guess to an extent, it's like, well, it's at writer's discretion, right, of uh, what's happening and they've got to do things for the storyline, the drama. But it sounds like more that he wasn't treated well on the set of One Tree Hill. And I don't think that has been no knowledge before this. Mm. Um, So that's really sad to hear. As You know, as all of this stuff is always sad to hear. Yeah, definitely. It's a shame, but it doesn't not at any point since we started doing this have we thought Mark Schwann was a good person. Decent. You know, a decent yeah. Yeah, at, at any time. So I think that sort of spreads to everyone, um, not just the, you know, the the young women of the show who, who've got it worse, obviously, than, than anyone. But yeah, yeah, I think it's it's kind of indicative of his character, isn't it, that he's just a complete shitbag. A bag of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Anyway, Rachel's done a nice thing. I still think she's a bit of a turd. Yeah. She has a fight with Haley. Haley backslaps the fuck out of her. I thought it was quite funny, considering what we were talking about the week before. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Skills throws her out of the house party because she goes to push back at Haley. And it's the opposite. Hey, Ma. I think it's time to go or something like that, right? It's got the kids back always from day one. They dot from day yeah. sperm. <laughs> he was there patting Nathan on the back. You got this, my friend. Get in there. Come on. Uh, have you seen... Um... Get out of your system. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <into> God. <laughs> yeah, we understood, Dom. We got the reference. Have you seen the movie Midsummer? No. Oh my god, it like haunts me. Have you seen? Did you see the movie Hereditary? No. Okay. Well, I was gonna say the person that made Hereditary made Midsummer. They're both haunting and horrible. But part of the stuff in Midsummer is that it's like a cult, basically. Um, <clears throat> that these sort of like college students on a summer off, they go to like Belgium or somewhere weird, and <laughs> they are in like. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in like the hills you know and um and basically they're being like drugged by the locals and sort of killed off uh it's like it's a horror film and there's a point where this actually happens in the film there's a point where one one of the women that's from like the local is trying to seduce one of these guys and she cuts off some of her pubic hair and puts it in his drink <coughs> excuse me and he does that <coughs> sorry he drinks the drink and like coughs on it <coughs> looks up and she's sort of looking and but because they've been drugging him he's all into it so he goes and takes her virginity and as he's doing it like as he's having sex with her these local people just sort of emerge around him like all around the bed and just start like singing to him as he's having sex with her it's so weird and they end up putting him in like a a bear costume and then burning him alive what the fuck are you watching man we've gone from it is really... Flintstones to Simpsons to whatever the fuck this is <laughs> we watched this in the cinema oh in the Odyssey God. of all places I think well this, this was like a big movie this is like famous but um, the guy that wrote it was going through a breakup and this was like his uh 
like love letter in hyphenated brackets to like his ex-girlfriend or something but it's super fucked up <laughs> just a little bit awful it's haunted me we watched that we watched that like three four years ago and it haunts me haunts me <laughs> what's the point of this yeah so i guess i don't know <laughs> genuinely don't know Ravers, <laughs> Ravers. Let's try and Simon. stick with One Tree Hill. Let's try and stay on that path at least for half an hour. Let's try it. Come on. I just like I just like talking to you. <laughs> Is that such a crime? When are you going to mount that TV on the wall? For the love of God, I'm, I'm sick of seeing them wires. I'm sick of seeing them wires. I'm not going to. It's going to stay on the thing it's on going to stay on the, the platform See? why don't you mount it i don't want to mount it okay fine what can we do about these wires can you not push the tv back a little bit you can't see them from anywhere else you can only see them because you okay, can see behind the telly just it's just this angle it's just this angle do this. okay okay so that <coughs> let's talk one tree hill do you need some water yeah one tree water yeah, sorry. We've got another glass. Where's water? What was in the other glass? What other glass? The goblet. This is the only glass. Yeah, that's wine. <laughs> you got two on the go at the same time. <laughs> what, wine and water? <laughs> you turning one into the other? I Well, do I wish I could do that? Nah. <laughs> what... What if you can only do one type of wine and you don't like that type? <laughs> well, you don't. You don't drink really, do you? But really? I like a Chablis. Chablis. Lably Chablis. <laughs> okay, so before we lose all our listeners, um, oh, <laughs> are we done with Rachel now? Yeah, she gets slapped and then she's out. She tells Brooke the truth and that's kind of it, isn't it? And she's looking at all the boxes of her previous lives. Yeah. <laughs> she's well organised. You've got to give her that. Oh, she's yeah. used to packing, I'm guessing. But um, Brooke, let's talk about Brooke. Brooke has to get the artwork signed off from Peyton for her fashion line. And and she signs it straight away. It's almost like there's no consideration really of of uh, of her artwork and and how much that means. You know, I'd be asking for a percentage. Would you? Okay, hypothetical. You've done the artwork. Are you good at drawing? I can't remember. No, dreadful. Same. Same. I thought I was good at drawing. F and I did a life drawing class with a naked elderly woman in the middle. I've told you before, right? But my drawing was like. A cartoon character it was embarrassing um but yeah uh okay let's say you've done the artwork and i've got a fashion line that's going off and i say dom can you sign off the artwork like what do you need for me to make this happen which is what brooke says what would your response be uh 20 percent okay will you go to 15 no. Ten. Ten, I mean. 
We'll meet at 15. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to 15 for you. Would you? Hmm. Would you not just sign off for me? Come yeah, on. probably, to be fair. <laughs> like, yeah, you can have it, I don't care. <laughs> no, I'll give you a percentage. What I'd, what I'd say is, let's have a, a future agreement that if things start getting bigger and you need more designs, that when I create more designs, that's when I'll start taking a percentage. Oh, it's like an investment in the future. Exactly. Okay. It's the sort of thing Dan would put his money into. Because mm. there's going to be a return on that bad boy. Towing. That's <laughs> where the money's at. That's where the money's at in Tree Hill. <laughs> Towing. Uh, Towing. One day I'll listen back to some of our early episodes. In like 10 years, I'm going to listen <laughs> back. Yeah, I want, there to be, I want there to be enough gap that I can't remember the conversation at all. Like, at all. And then it'll be like, God, I was an idiot. Or, oh, that's actually quite funny. But I think it'll probably be more of the former. For <laughs> eating paper out the ground and stuff. <laughs> but, okay. Binging? Binge it. Binge the whole, the whole podcast back. All, yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever listen back? Maybe. As a time capsule of our life together. Yeah. <laughs> nice nice few years we got here. Okay, so yes. So Brooke gets the artwork. She walks in to Lucas's room and is like so shocked that they're like canoodling or knock. <laughs> yeah. Well she did knock, but then she just sort of walks in. Um, and she went there looking for Peyton, so she knew right. she'd be there. That was, you know, that was the intention. So, uh, yeah, I think there was a, there was a, an element of surprise, but I think Lucas looked more kind of perturbed by it all than than the other two. Um, and Peyton has a good like honesty moment with her here. She's like, "Yeah, I'm going to sign it. I think this is really great, but you know, I really do love him, and I I never wanted my love to get in the way of what you had." And you know, she makes that very clear and. I actually think Peyton's been really decent here, really decent. Uh, and Brooke yeah. is just continuing to be her. I mean, she's she's like it's being whittled away, isn't it? You know, her kind of hatred and her anger is is, is all being whittled down, um, and she's becoming a little bit more realistic. But it's taking a long time, a very very long time. This should have been over, well, over ages ago, for sure. And that's why. You know, Nathan says to Brooke towards the end of the episode when they're like on the bench outside, uh, when the sprinklers are about to go off, and he said, "Are you ever going to let Peyton off the mat?" And she says, "It seems about time, doesn't it?" And then now this has happened, which is it flips around in the in you know that Brooke Nathan cheated on Peyton with Brooke and Brooke's Peyton's best friend. Yeah. Uh, and I mean the the fact that she sort of was banging on for so long about the the kiss that she had with Lucas like a couple of times mm-hmm. and and how much that was such a massive deal and and it is a massive deal I'm not taking any, anything away from that but this is when we find out there's a massive double standard and that she's well and more she didn't sleep with Lucas did she well she still hasn't yeah they were trying. It's a bad Lucas is like for fuck's sake. Yeah, fucking video, really? Je- Jesus Christ. He turns into mouth sobbing on the end of the bed. Please. 
just begging. What kind of tactic is that? Like, what kind of tactic is that? I could kiss you forever. What? What? Where's your game? You have any style at all? Or self-respect? <laughs> we'll get to Mal. Oh, bless him. <laughs> so thirsty. He's so thirsty. He's holding the cup just over his, <laughs> over his knob. Like, what is wrong with him? He could have been holding that cup absolutely anywhere. Absolutely anywhere, but he's holding it there. Just looks ridiculous. <laughs> You know what, Lee? Can we do one take without the cup? <laughs> <laughs> if that's all right, maybe put the put it by your side. Just one one take, just just in case, you know. Skipping <laughs> coverage. Well, okay, yes. And then so there's the moment with Brooke. Should we leave Brooke there and and move on to somebody else? Do you want to give a Brooke Rachel prediction? Well, it looks like Rachel's getting ready to move on again. I mean, she's she's claimed uh, the souls of, the, you know, her her victims in in Tree Hill, uh, and now she's moving on to another town. It looks like. Um, I look to be honest. I hope that's the case. I think she's a complete dullard. I really don't like the character. Um, <laughs> I don't enjoy her at all. I think she's, what's a dullard? She's just. She's dull. She's just a boring. She's rubbish. As a character, I just think she's awful. Um, and she's a terrible person. And, you know, she's done a, a lot to try and change her life, but none of it for the good. Um, and she's done... Okay, she's done a, a nice thing for Brooke in this episode. I think that's fair. Um, but she always wants something in return, it seems. So, yeah, I just, I just really, really don't like her. And I haven't liked her since the beginning pretty much i mean she like in the, at the beginning i thought she's going to change things up and really put brooke in her place and and stuff like that and it's it's just become it's just become she's just become an irritant to be honest so the the sooner she's out and someone more interesting comes in the better and i think that's okay. that will hopefully happen by the end of the season okay and brooke um I, I think difficulties will come to Brooke now with Peyton. Uh, Peyton has signed this bit of paper and she might immediately kind of want to go back on that and retract it and say, I, you know, you cut me out. You cut me out of your life because I, I kissed the, the, the boy, the person that I love and I've loved for so long and I found it really hard to express myself and I've had all this shit going on in my life and he's been the one that, that's been there to to kind of care for me and protect me and look after me, but I've not been able to express myself, you know, and, and express myself to him the way I want to because you've had a relationship with him. And all of that time, you made me feel like an absolute piece of shit for feeling the way I feel about him, even though I had done nothing. I had literally done nothing, you, you know, to the scale of what you did, uh, like with her boyfriend then at the time. So there must be an element of well fuck you I, I'm gonna no let's take that letter you can't have my signature anymore I, I'm gonna scribble it off you you don't get my designs you need to learn to function on your own because I, I'm done with you um, but I kind of feel that Peyton can't really afford to push anyone else out of her life because you know lost two mums Larry's fucked off she's lost her <laughs> fake brother she's lost her half brother it's just it's <coughs> all a bit crazy she nearly lost Lucas 
it's nuts. Like, hate that. It, everything is going bad for Peyton, like, forever. In every other episode, it was, it was getting too cozy and comfortable. But I don't know. I, I, th- I, I would really love it if she turned around and said, I'm not going to let you use my artwork anymore. I kind of have right, so that's what that's what you want to happen. Kind of, you want her to stand up for herself. Yeah, but I kind of feel like she'll be very passive about it, or Lucas might even talk her out of, you know, continuing to argue and continuing to fight. It's just like it's in the past. Let's just move on. I know she gave you such a hard time about it, but you know what? It is you know it is what it is. It it's happened. It's gone. You've got me now. Let's move on. So I think she might. She might make her feel really, really bad by forgiving her straight away. And she'd be like, you know what? It's okay. I don't mind. I forgive you. So, yeah. I really want it to be well, like we... the other one, though. <laughs> okay. Well, we we will see, my friend, as always. Shall we move over to... Um, well, we could do Nathan and Haley, or we could do Lucas and Peyton as we've kind of been... Why don't we do Lucas and Peyton? We've kind of been dipping into them, right? Yeah, we can sort of touch on Dan at the same time as well, I guess, because Lucas and Dan have some some quality time together, some father-son bonding. Uh, it's happening. Blue Ruffles. Happening. Yeah, because the whole episode kicks off with um, like a video of Lucas when he's a baby and like it's obviously like a little timeline of Lucas growing up. And um, Dan kind of walks into Karen's while that's going on and he sort of laughs and wants to join in is like, oh, they, they grow up first, don't they? You know, and he's completely missed out on <coughs> Lucas's upbringing because he was, you know, he wasn't involved. We all know the, the story behind it. Um, and he's, Dan's kind of there only for one reason. That's the kind of, oh, oh, what's the right word? Chirps. He's there chirps, Karen. <laughs> and then uh, find out a little bit more <laughs> about what Lucas's thoughts are around the Keith killing. And if he if he still thinks it's Jimmy Edwards or not, um, and Lu- Lucas is, you know, uh, needs to go tuxedo shopping or like shopping for a suit for the prom because that's coming up. I'm guessing that's in the next episode. Then um, that'll be the next mm. episode. Will be the prom because you know they were buying suits for it, and it will be a, a very interesting dynamic when they're all standing at separate corners of the dance floor, like hating each other. Because at the moment, it's going to be incredibly, incredibly tense. Um, and the Dan and Lucas scenes are quite nice. Actually quite nice, like father-son moments. I actually thought it was quite pleasant and good to watch. Dan sort of doing his usual kind of manipulative trickery, but in a in a kind of way. And buys him a suit and says, go with a classic, you know, because you don't want to be the guy with the blue ruffles. I was like, well, what did you wear? Blue ruffles. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Makes sense. Um and you know that that joke's even brought up again by Karen later on. It was all like really the kind of nice, funny sort of family moment. But he had another agenda, and you know he warns him about the <coughs> not taking his drugs. He said, you know, when you played that last game and you won the the state championship, you you hadn't taken your medication, had you? And he's like, what makes you say that? And he's like, come on, I'm on the same medication. I I know what that looks like. So don't do that again. And just by chance, Karen is on the other side of the, uh, of the door. Um, and can hear the conversation they're having. And it's at that moment where Dan kind of says, don't don't kind of put your mum under that pressure anymore, you know, like with all the stuff. And previously you talked about the, the <coughs> Keith stuff as well. It's just like, come on, let's like stop hurting your mum with, with bringing it up all the time. Let's just kind of 
let it lie you know she loved Keith and it's time to to start letting her try and move on um quite a clever way of Dan you, you know bringing these things up and saying it uh, and trying to push him away from it a little bit because you know go oh, let me buy a tuxedo forget about Keith um <laughs> it's, it's quite an interesting way of uh, of him working around it but knowing Lucas this will you know probably subconsciously start working at him even more and, and getting him to, to think well why does Dan keep pushing me away from the idea of Keith or discussing it with mum you know there, there must be something more to that so yeah nice yeah well and Dan asks like you said he, Dan asks um, Karen to prom um, and then on term in terms of Lucas and Peyton, it's getting like hot and heavy. Like they're really, they're really up in the mix. They're really kissing. It's very heavy. It's very potentially smelly because we think that their breath smell, and that's kind of what I think a lot of the time when I see this now. I think the Lucas body odor is also quite off-putting. Um, but what really, 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 really upsets me is shoes. <clears throat> on the bed everyone's shoes on the bed everyone's so we see lucas lying on the bed fucking doing whatever and he's got his like boots on and then she turns up and talking about um chapter 10 of the great gatsby which you know was was obvious that there wasn't (laughs) going to be one um and she climbs all over him with her shoes on as well and then they end up the other way around on the bed and the shoes on the pillows. Come on. Well, have some respect. Well, Dom, they're not just like, they're not even like trainers. They're like clunky leather boots and shoes and things. Now, I've pretty much worn trainers, sneakers, every day of my life. Uh, there's these odd occasions where I will wear a shoe. And when I say odd occasions, I mean a wedding. I mean, sadly, you know, like funerals and things. And uh, if I'm going to like a fancy restaurant with F, besides that, I am in trainers every day. And and I'm 34. When I was a teenager, it was trainers constant everywhere all the time. Who are these people? Are they part of a country band? It's... it's it's crazy it is crazy yeah exactly are they gonna like whip out a banjo halfway through you know <coughs> rolling around in that on the bed in the hay and and then all of a sudden like start singing a weird country song because you know they've got the big cowboy boots on it's just ridiculous like, comfort there's zero there's no comfort in that there's blisters all day do you ever think i'm gonna go and do some work but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go lie on the bed and do it or like sit up in bed and do some work on my laptop. But I really want my shoes on while I'm doing that. I want a heavy boot on, if possible. I want a heavy boot and jeans that go underneath them. <laughs> and they're damp. They're so damp. The je- bottom of the jeans are damp. So damp. It's just... It's, and fraying. It's not right. It's not right. I don't like it. And then, and then your missus turns up. She's exactly the same. Yeah. Just jumps all <laughs> over the bed. Like having a wet dog. I'd rather have wet Luna in the bed than those shoes. You know, they um also, you know, Lucas's clothing, he's kind of dressing at the moment like there's there's clothes all over the floor 
into his bedroom and he wakes up and he just picks random things up and puts them on and they're all creased and they all smell and he just puts them on and just sprays deodorant over the top of them and that's how I think he smells like a deodorant shower there's a few people at football that we play on Monday that smell like that like a good amount a good amount it's like oh god yeah you haven't you don't shower it's like enough it's like they've got some in the car and they top up before they yeah. start playing it's disgusting <laughs> i think you should mention something i think you should make it a rule that people need to bathe before football i i'm not mentioning anything to that group of people <laughs> ever <laughs> ever again <laughs> one time i'll just throw it out as like football banner <laughs> halfway through the ball i'll be like Gone. I'm open. I'm open. Everyone, take a shower. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right, stinky. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, good. Okay, so yeah, they're kind of hot and heavy, and it's like they get into the they have a, the speech of Peyton saying, you know, in she doesn't say this, but you know, in season one, you said you want it all with me, and I wasn't ready. I just wanted sex. Well, now I want it all with you. You know. Which means that, you know, they were coming to a conclusion that they were going to have sex, but it was of, it would have been lovemaking, and that would have been nice for everyone involved. It was like good times, but then obviously we get the tape. What I don't understand <coughs> about all of this is they went from um, a quiet house with just the two of them, where it was already quite intimate. They had the shoes on, but they were being quite intimate. All they needed to do yeah. was lock the door to stop Brooke from walking in, obviously. But, you know, Karen was going to be away for hours because she's at the cafe and blah, blah, blah. So just the two of them to all of a sudden, OK, take me to bed at the house party where anybody could walk in. It's a classic like American Pie I situation, isn't it? don't understand these things. Makes no sense to me. It's ludicrous. Ludicrous? It's ludicrous. <laughs> I got hoes. <laughs> I got hoes in different areas. Nathan's singing. <laughs> yes. How many other videos has Nathan got? Do we think? Definitely another one of Peyton. There's got to be one of Peyton somewhere because she. I've never well, seen anyone move so fast. Oh, <laughs> well, are we, are we saying that he he stopped? He got rid of the tripod when he met Haley. Haley was never going to go for the tripod, was she? No, but Haley is the sort of person that would suggest it in in later life. Oh, you think she turns forty and she's like, "Crack the JVC out, let's go." <laughs> yeah, I've got. You know, like in the office where Jan like <laughs> records Michael, but just so that he can watch it back to improve his like stamina or something. <laughs> yeah, just to get better. Yeah. <laughs> it's like torture it's like she makes me watch it to improve my form it just made me think of what do you think of role play oh yeah it's quite a, co- quite a common one and like oh the Jan likes the school girl oh that's yeah that's a common one isn't it? yeah I, don't, I just feel really uncomfortable wearing the dress it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> oh my Jan God. goes becomes such a crazy amazing character Our, mine and F's favourite episode ever is the uh the dinner party when she throws the dundee at his oh. pull-out screen his plasma TV. i can just put it out it just goes straight into the wall <laughs> i 
I'll sometimes stand here and watch TV for hours. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a classic. Love it. Great. Well, yes, you know when Peyton hears that, um, oh my god, Nathan, this Nathan's having sex with Peyton, on, and she like runs down. That is some great acting because you can see fear in her eyes, like actual fear. Um, so I think you're right. I never thought of it that way. There must be a tape out there with her on. Uh, could you imagine? Could you imagine? If he had Taylor on tape. Oh my god, yeah. I was thinking, who's Taylor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Hayley's sister. Could you imagine if that then came out? Oh my god. (laughs) He's got them all, hasn't he? He's collecting them like Pokemon cards. He's like, just working his way through. Filming this one, filming that one. Who would be Charizard? For us, it'd be Deb. For him, that'd be incest. <laughs> Karen. Oh, too pale. <laughs> She's so pale. <laughs> She's not even like A4 paper, like a piece of paper. She's like a, a bit of laminate you can see straight <laughs> it's through. <just> transparent. <laughs> hey, Karen, go outside. Give it a sun. Like a ghost. Some... Some vitamin D. Keith looks more alive than you. <laughs> I, uh, I was going to say something. I couldn't get there quick enough. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Nice. Good job. Okay, so <laughs> do you have any predictions for Lucas and Peyton? Do you, is that going to be a problem for Lucas about the tape? I can't... Like, I was thinking about this earlier. I can't see it being a problem for Lucas because it's Brooke Why would with it? Nathan yeah. before they were a thing and... You know, the the only time it will become a problem is if it kind of kicks off and he has to step in between and in the middle and kind of break things up. It's only a problem for Lucas in that he wants to protect Haley as well, and Haley's obviously going to be hurt by this a little bit. And that there's <coughs> there's tapes of this knocking about, and people have started watching them, and it's awkward. And now everybody's going to be talking about it. And um, well, he's slept with her sister, and now Brooke is like Brooke and Peyton are. Some of Haley, like Haley's best friends. So yeah, and Brooke, like, Brooke was always completely off the radar as well. So and to now suddenly be completely on it, it, it is a bit weird. So she always knew Peyton was a an ex, but she didn't know anything about Brooke. So um, it, it makes it quite complicated now. I think for for Haley, mm-hmm. it just yeah. comes back down to trust again. They were far too happy for far too long. There had to be some span of being launched in the works somewhere you know but you know you'd hope that she'll be understanding and and know that when he was it was pre-Haley and pre-Haley he was a bit of a douchebag so Mm. hopefully she's just like look I know it's the past but I don't really like it being broadcast everywhere it's not nice to see yeah just kind of deal with it and let's move on so hopefully (laughs) that it we're not holding any grudges here but I, I i definitely think the next episode is going to be the prom episode and there's going to be drama at the prom based on you know what's been seen in the episode that we've seen today so it's kind of like a little bit of build up to that i hope i think i think we'll see okay so and and dan and uh karen predictions I think Dan is going to just continue sort of 
easing his way into Karen's affections. Um, you know, it's the mayor taking out the almost the mayor. almost mayor to dinner. You know, it's not a date, and you know, it seems very much like a date. But um, he's just going to keep doing nice things. I think you know, he's bought Lucas the tux, talked about you know him taking his medication and making sure he does it, and there's just all these little redeeming things are going to keep going like his way up to a point and i don't know what that point is going to be but we we need to find out like pretty soon who the you know i know what you did last summer person is so um whether that comes out of the prom as well because like they're all going to be there aren't they oh the the prom is the perfect place for something to happen and like big drama because they're all going to be there dan's going to be there you know, um, all the kids are going to be there. Karen's <coughs> going to be there. So some sort of reveal would be great, but it's very unlikely. Again, I think Dan has got longevity in the show. And if we find out he's the one that originally killed Keith, he's going to then go to prison for a long time. And I, I don't think that can happen. So, um, yeah, I don't know whether he's going to discover something or someone else is going to discover something and he's got to, like, bundle them away from the prom and you know deal with something but yeah i'll i'll find out later today when we get to watch it you'll, but um you'll find out in about 35 minutes time yeah i'm not sure if there's anything else i can sort of pinpoint on dan other than i would like this person to sort of come to light now or him at least start to figure out who it is um and you know lucas might edge ever closer to working out that it was him that killed keith it might even get to a point where Lucas finds out but can't prove it, or Lucas has got his assumptions and, uh, but but just can't prove it. But they had they had a really nice episode, the two of them in this one, you know, and and it was like a proper bonding episode for both of them. Nice, and agreed. But now it's time for the main event. <laughs> now it's time to talk about mouth, and to talk about Shelley. Mm. Oh, we didn't talk about Fairface Chase, oh, but he was just kind of a waste of time. I'll let he it was just kind well. of supporting. <laughs> Wait, he was just kind of supporting. He was just sort of there. But are you? If I hadn't mentioned anything about his ferretness or about his, because um, that that's not just necessarily to do with how his face is contorted, but also to do with <laughs> with his behaviour. He's a bit ferrety, um, but. <laughs> You know, do you, if I hadn't have said anything, would do you think you still would have felt this way? You would have come to this conclusion? Oh, yeah. The last episode in particular, I just thought, what a, <coughs> what a knob. I really did, like, <laughs> again, it's just, why have you got all these strong opinions and so sort of, um, yeah, just so opinionated and aggressive sort of towards Brooke? It's just like, fuck off, mate. You've literally been at this school for 15 minutes. And you're you're treating her like she's a piece of shit. Just fucking get over yourself. Fuck off in your little skateboard outside. No one really cares what what you're here for, mate. You're not going to be here long. Go get get back inside of Richard Gear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, filthy, dirty little hamster. Um, <laughs> Spare it. I know. It's all the same. Bigger. <laughs> oh. Then, oh god, I'd, I'd I'd rather a hamster than a ferret. But... I used to work with this guy called Jeff. Is, Where is this is... going? <laughs> no, 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 Where no. is this no, going? Like... <laughs> no, nothing like that. I used to work with this guy called Jeff, 
And when we'd be, um, this is when I worked at Sainsbury's in London Coney, this is years ago, and we used to work on this count. The, do you remember the electrical sort of Photoshop counter? I used to do photo development yep. and stuff. We used to work <laughs> yeah. on, the, on that counter together. And whenever, let's say, an attractive woman walked past, uh, yeah. like, that tend to be quite busty, he'd, be, he'd go, okay. like two squirrels in a sack. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just scream it out, and I'd be like, "Jeff, what the fuck are you talking? What are you doing?" Just every time, what? like, we're gonna like two squirrels in a sack. <laughs> what? 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 Squirrels aren't breast shaped. No, but it was like because they were just moving around oh, so much. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with me. Oh. Is I so often have to have jokes like that explained to me. Was <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking about strange people that used to work with. I did the shopping yesterday at Sainsbury's here, Richard. and um, <coughs> no, not Richard. Aww. I I I um I got all the bag. I got the trolley. I remembered my pound coin. I didn't have to deal with Martine, and um, so <coughs> I. Gone down to the parking. The escalators don't hold the trolleys anymore. What? Like they just slide down. You have to hold it. Oh. And so you kind of have to like balance the stuff on top. It's fine. It's quicker. So I'm with it. But it's, you know, anyway. I get down and I'm putting the bags into the boot of my car. And there's Leon. Um, he, How would you best describe Leon, Dom? Uh... Can I use the term trolley wally? Oh, God. Only if you explain it. It's an old retail term where the person that goes around the car park collecting the trolleys or the carts, whatever you call it, trolley wally. <laughs> so he was being so nice. So I feel bad saying this. But but he was sickly, just like, um, it's sickly nice. It's horrible. It's just, it, too it was very nice. He was just like, um, He's like, oh, do you want me to take your trolley? I can give you your pound back. And I was like, okay, yeah, great. But I'd, I'd only just opened my boot, and I've got a full trolley oh. worth of, of bags. So it took me, like, a good minute. Oh, no. And he just stood there, and I'm having to put it in, and so I'm, like, rushing to do it quicker. And, like, thing, like a loaf of breads are falling out and whatever, and I sort of get them in. And then he's talking to me to make conversation, and he goes, Busy up there, like in the shop. Because he's like, only allowed in uh, the dungeon. He's not allowed. To, he's not allowed uh, near the main shop. <laughs> trolley Wally, let me in sometimes. Trolley Wally down there now. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess he's like, well, Easter holidays, isn't it? <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. Thank you. And he, he gave me the pound back, and I got it back. And I was like, thank you. you Should have gone. And Jimmy. <laughs> Oh, God. Is that you? He was being really nice, um, but I, I guess it was just more like I would have just rather the space at that time, but he wasn't to know. But is he that nice behind the scenes as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a nice guy. Uh, medicated heavily, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. He is. I think he's just very... Yeah, he's just a nice person, but... It's too much sometimes, isn't it? It's too much. It's like you're being too nice. Yeah. Like, I need some attitude from you. Yeah. Please. And you can't, 
you can't always be that nice back. You try and replicate <laughs> the niceness of the person that you, you're talking to, right? So he's really nice. Mm-hmm. You try and be nice back. Can I take your trolley for you? I'll give you your pound back. Oh, that'd be great. Thank you so much. Okay, I didn't want you to fucking linger. <laughs> Fuck off and do something <laughs> else for two minutes while I do this, and then you can come back and have the trolley, all right? You can get your little pound and then you can run it over to me, but fuck off. But you can't say that because he's such a lovely person. So you just make shit conversation with him. <laughs> it, it, it seems like he works hard. When I every time, oh, no, time no, I see no, him, no, 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 no. oh no, no, he doesn't work hard at all. Dish the dirt. It, uh, he seems like he's always pushing something or doing something. Yeah, it was like people that walk around with clipboards. <laughs> They're not really doing anything, are they? Just walking around with a fucking clipboard. No, he, honestly, he's lazy. He's, yeah, he'll just wander around, mate. There you go. Leon's a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that at all. I don't mean it at all. Sorry, Leon, if you're listening. The, the odds of him listening. Sometimes I said this to F the other day, because I walk Luna, you know, twice a day, every day. Um, sometimes I walk past people, they're also walking their dog or just walking, and they have headphones on. And if they look happy... I just assume that they're listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just make that assumption. Well, that... I mean, is it so wrong? I don't think so. Could you imagine if that actually was happening? Do you I think mean, we I have think walked past would, anyone ever that that's listening? That isn't that necessarily listening at that point, but has listened or does listen. That's crazy. I uh, no, couldn't have. Like the the odds of that. It would be great. Do you think? Do you think it's possible? It's possible. It's possible. Maybe. Maybe. Does Kiri count? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, I think if we were in going to one of those conventions when we go in twenty twenty five, I think that there will be people there that we haven't seen on the patreon or whatever they probably would have heard an episode or two and then been like oh no this isn't for me but you know <coughs> i think that's possible but people that have listened to a whole season and gone this isn't for me <laughs> <laughs> this is too much well okay let's get to the main event mouth wow shelly wow i mean it'd be best if you do the synopsis but could you do it in small segments so that we can comment afterwards because i think there's a lot of analysis to be given here okay so we'll start off with kind of the uh the the beginning of their journey they're in the um quad audio visual room oh yes they start off with just a whole lot of kissing don't they and oh yeah i on my second watch of this i really found it really (laughs) creepy because it's like mouth is stop preventing her from leaving it's kind of the vibe i got from this bit of the episode i thought just let her go man she's just like i can't do this i'm a fucking clean teen or whatever i'm the queen of the clean teens fucking leave me alone and he's like no no let's it almost feels like he's like no no let's carry on and it it just feels a bit odd he doesn't actually say that he doesn't stop her at any point but there's just this sense that he's preventing her from going (laughs) his he is he is the definition of desperate in these times like he's coming across like he's in american pie and he's made this pact that he must lose his virginity before prom you know it's like he is so desperate and we later find out that 
the problem that she has is that she is so attracted to him that uh, it's like a problem because she would just want to hump him day and night. <laughs> and I just think it's a problem, you know? I think that, uh, yeah, she's worried that she'd be become... That he's so sexy that, yeah. that she can't keep her hands off him. Like, I'm a clean teen, you're this sex god, I want to be yeah. on you all the time. What am I, yeah. What can I do? You know, I've got to get away from you. Yeah, yeah. And then, but, so then they move out to the to the quad, like the bit that we know is actually like the outside of the library. Um, and uh, she, he's just like she's like he comes over, sits down, gives her a kiss. Like he's so. He's not like needy, but just so like, yeah, this is my time. This is my girlfriend. He's so into it that she it puts her off, and she's like, you know, can I can I just have a word for a second? Yeah, we can't do this. This was a mistake. Mouth instantly goes to, but what what about prom? We can still go to prom though, right? And she's like, no, prom's a bad idea. And people were saying in the chat on the watch along, which I hadn't really considered, was that. Does, that shows a shallowness to mouth that he that he was more concerned about having a date to prom than he was about losing that relationship that he actually wanted that to keep up appearances and it's like well surely that's not the important part the important part is you know the friendship relationship whatever you're going to call it yeah and ultimately her happiness and how comfortable she is in this situation because She's clearly struggling. And he even says, it's because of them, isn't it? And references the clean scenes. <laughs> you know, it, you, can't, you can't suddenly reference that this group that she's part of and this group that she's created for a very viable reason is the problem that you're not allowed to be together. There is a strange, again, double standard with this group because nobody seems to give a shit what Chase is up to. And Chase is with the, one of the sluttiest girls in the school. So, I mean, right. you, you know, no one's questioning, you know, his virginity or so-called, you, you know, clean teenedness, are they? They're just letting him carry on with Brooke, who's probably, well, she sat with a fucking teacher a few episodes ago. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, again, it, it just it doesn't seem to make too, that much sense to me in this episode that, that there's just this weird double standard that it's not acceptable for Shelley to do that. But Trace, who's this young lad, can come in and it's fine for him to do whatever, you know. Um, it, yeah. it just feels very we strange. We don't see Sheldon out there, you know, making moves. Uh, and I think I, it's hard to trust a group, the clean teens, that allow ferrets in, you know. There's... I'm not saying that ferrets should be excluded, uh, you know. Yeah, but they, <laughs> they, they, there should be a standard potentially of of what's going on here. But also, it to take it a step deeper, Mouth should respect the fact that she is a clean teen and just respect and just build like build a relationship that's long lasting mm. and when she's ready then sure but she's she's literally wearing a shirt in front of you that says she's a clean teen that doesn't mean you must deflower her you know <laughs> again but you know that 
yeah, it's um, it puts Mouth into a re- really creepy, desperate um, position. Yeah, uh, I, and I mean, it's all the way along. It's you're not attracted to me. Uh, okay, he, he's incredibly like I'm gonna. Okay, I'm going to jump to all these conclusions. I don't want to hit, want to hear what you have to say, because this is this is what goes through every girl's head: is that you're too attractive for me, and I'm not attractive enough, and I'm not good enough, and blah blah blah. Oh, fine, I'm not going to talk to you anymore, and I'm going to completely avoid you. And then he just sort of spreads that to skills as well. Skills is like, you know, Shelley's approaching. What do you want to do? And he's like, okay, on the count of three, let's go. Three, and they disappear. And Shelley chases him, and he just like immediately starts like barking back at her like you know whatever what whatever i just said you know you you've got this problem with me and you can't be with me and clean teens are blah, blah, blah. and she's like no it's like it's like the opposite i'm like so attracted to you that i i'm worried that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be able to contain myself and i, I actually that's actually a value that i want to keep it's a, a it's a value yeah. i want to behold and I, I think i will struggle with that and he's not going oh okay, I understand. Okay, there's an element of him being a moronic teenager. We've all been there. But at least at, some, at least out of the moronic teenagers, he's the less, the least moronic. At most points, you know, he's the one that can be the most understanding. And, you know, says, I want a special relationship and I want a girl to like me for me and I don't care what she looks like <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. But now he's like, oh, I've got this hot girlfriend and, you know, but can we still go to prom? And that seems to be the only thing that, that matters. And it's like, okay, let's go into a bedroom. Mm. All right, shut off. Let me write teen on your boobs again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've summed that up perfectly. And it's very disrespectful to not... It's also like he's not appreciating her for her if he can't appreciate her belief system and her her moral stance because that's part of her, you know? We, and those morals and things change as life does, but this is her in the moment. You need to appreciate that. We all know when you're told you can't have something, you want it a little bit more. Am I right? But yes. come on, Mouth, you've never had it before, so fucking get over it. Just be a gentleman. <laughs> well, and then he gets to the point of, you know, t- pretty much tears of, um, you know, I... I I, I can't remember the order, but you have to watch the watch along because your reaction to some of this stuff is just hilarious. <laughs> oh, but really? You basically couldn't contain yourself. Oh, Because <laughs> they're like, start, like, they're, we're, they're treating, I, I think I said, or one of you said, it's like Jack and Rose on the Titanic, except it's they're in high school and they're not about to die. You know, this is, it's incredibly dramatic, but there's not a 50 foot iceberg. <laughs> <in that way. laughs> yeah, there's not, you know, so it's craziness. And, but he basically cries her into bed. It's very manipulative, isn't it? It feels very manipulative. And then, yeah, skills just wandering in. That felt set up, and she can't find her shirt. He's probably launched it somewhere, you know. And she's getting very, she's very flustered. She's very stressed. She's very upset. And he's like, "Don't worry, skills isn't going to tell anyone." That's not the fucking problem here, mate. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's also that like skills has just seen her in like her bra as well, which 
you know that that's that's not a good a nice situation to to be in you know she feels vulnerable she's yeah it's really rough and he and regardless of like you just said whether he tells people or not he is the person that has seen um and he didn't make it any better by like through the door being like nice work mouth or whatever like typical kind of chauvinistic comments um you know but this early 2000s that's not an excuse we, we still got to call it what it is you know that's uh douchey stuff and uh and then yeah she she leaves kind of like ashamed and upset because she's broken like you said her own morals and principles and then mouth is upset but really mouth should be feeling the weight of this because he did that that was on him you know and he also wanted to lose his virginity i mean he comes down the stairs and like um skills ask him how how he is and whatever and he's like well i lost my virginity i lost the girl and you know worst night ever or whatever well that's on you man Mm. that's on you you gotta don't go and put a brick through someone's windshield go home take a shower come back clean the sheets do nathan a favor like deb's about to come home she doesn't need to roll over in a wet patch of mouth um and uh, and sort it out. Take a long look in the mirror and have a think. Damn right. Sort yourself out. And Shelley, just regain that self-respect. <laughs> I think that self-respect was there. And it's sort of... Yeah. I mean, I think anyone sleeping with mouth is going to lose their self-respect. Oh, God. <laughs> the python. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Well, and uh, there we go. Do you have predictions for Mouth and Shelley? An awkward prom encounter with them and the clean teen. She's going to be like shunned by the clean teen somehow, mm-hmm. maybe. And he'll be a shoulder to cry on. And I, they may eventually have a nice evening together. But it, that seems too easy. But I'd quite like that. I think I think that'd be okay if if she decided it was on her terms and she says, "Do you know what? I, I, do you know what? I I don't think I can best represent clean teens now um, because of you know what I've done uh, or what I, what I feel like I've done. So I'm just going to move on from it." Or she completely goes the other way and it's just like, "Okay, I'm all in for clean teens now. This is it. I'm just going to totally focus on this until the end of school." And then we don't have to worry about it anymore. But I kind of feel like she'll hand over the reins to someone else, you know. Uh, th- that group seems really bitchy, so they might even, like, kick her out. So for whatever reason, I think she might end up leaving Clean Teens. And then we'll go, Malf, I feel kind of free now, and I'm away from this. And Malf is, like, kissing Rachel or something stupid like that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> well, Because everybody's we... desperate. <laughs> <laughs> craziness well we will find out before we move into judgments if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and what dom how could you not then help us out check us out ravenshoops.net why dom because basketballs go through hoops but they also go through nets ravenshoops.net 
net. Give us a review one time. We've been on like 176 for so long. Please, it takes you seconds to take your phone out, write something nice, write something average. Just make sure the stars are five. That's all we ask. We appreciate you. Please, thank you. Please. Excellent. And we really do appreciate everyone. I, I need to reiterate that. The fact that people listen and people reach out and enjoy the show is uh, is so humbling and so mind-blowing. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. So thank you. And some of the messages have been so lovely lately and, and like, really heartwarming uh, and just very kind. And we love the fact that people are listening and listen to our nonsense and silly stories and our thoughts and views and stuff. And sometimes it's like worldviews and thoughts. Sometimes it's obviously on the show. Uh, and we love that you guys are interacting and kind of telling us how you're feeling about things and stuff. So, you know, if that's if that's what you want to do, do it. You know, we're happy to, to listen, help, chat, whatever that may be. So, yeah, it's great. Thank you. For real. Well said. So, judgments. Dom, who was your favourite performer of this episode? I'm going to go with um, Bethany Joy Lenz, particularly um, the scene with Rachel uh, and just the way... Slap, the slapping. The, the slap bit, but actually just the, the performance element of it there where she's like really... That's for my husband, and that's for me. You know, she's really like into it, and actually, we see like kind of a bad side <laughs> to Haley. And I was like, "Oh, this this is good. This is this is a bit of like life in her. There's there's a spirit in the girl yet, and she really came out in this episode. So yeah, Bethany Joy Lens for me, and yourself, young man. Nice. I'm gonna go with Hilary Burton, just mainly for like the panic in her eyes, like running down the stairs and trying to get through the crowd and wow, really itching that eye is that like that itchy hay fever eye where it feels like so good to itch it it's like orgasmic to itch it like you feel like mouth and shelly for a second like i can't get enough i'm gonna rip my own eye out well mouth we know shelly was bored <laughs> oh, but yeah it was a good eye itch yeah i need to do it again hold on oh god god he's getting deep oh, he's gonna rip it out Careful. Imagine if it's All right. <laughs> Would you come around and save me? Yeah. Nice. Cool. Anyway. I, I go drive through on the way. It's not a rush, is it? Oh, we picked me up some. Yeah. Have you had the plant yet? You wouldn't because you eat animals, but you should. It's lovely. Have you had one? No, I haven't had McDonald's since some point last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. What are you doing? Boycott, boycott. Get involved. Are you really boycotting? No, 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 not, not at all. <laughs> Just have Well, when when you try, try a McPlant, okay. If you ever go, it's vegan. It's really good. Okay. I mean, it's basically it's, it's a quarter. It's the vegan version of a quarter pounder. Cool. But, I'll do it. Yeah. We can't even get through judgments without straying away, can we? Sorry. <laughs> Who's your favourite character of this episode? Again, this was a really, really difficult choice. Um, but I think I'm going to say Dan. I, I, I just really enjoy. I quite enjoyed the, the father sometimes. And actually, he's got a secret little agenda, but he's like proper on the... He's really like working hard with 
bringing Karen round. And this, this is something that I'd said ages ago, and I'll keep bringing it up because it was a prediction I made ages ago, uh, and that he will, you know, eventually start working his way back in. I don't think he'll fully get there, but he's going to, you know, keep trying. And um, uh, I think today was a step closer and asking her to prom, very smooth. So, yeah, it's got to go to Dan. And, uh, yeah, who was your favourite character of the episode? Well, um, I just realised we didn't talk about Deb. Um, oh, crackhead, she's coming back. Nathan went to visit her. She all good. Nathan's got to get rid of all the booze. Decides to move in with her to look after her because she doesn't trust her to stay straight for long enough. Done. <coughs> They're done. Wow. 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 There we go. Um, well, okay. Well, I'll bring a point up. Um, I've got a point about Deb that I'll bring up later in one of the other judgments. But my favorite character is Principal Turner. Good choice. I like it. Again, it's really hard to pick favourite character this episode. Really hard. So I think Prince Persona is a good choice. I always like it when he's in an episode. He's so calm. I think he's really cool. So, and you, yeah. you liken him to me, so I can only thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how will I ever, that regret I ever get over that? Yeah, yeah. how am I ever going to get beyond that? <laughs> what about your favourite background performer? Say it with me, Dom. One, one line, line or, or less. less. That's uh, that's us trying to make it sync with the Zoom delay, and I think we did quite well. Today. We'll see in the ed- we'll see in the edit, won't we? So we did okay. <laughs> we did okay. Wow. <laughs> Dominic is broken. I've lost it. He's morphing into Principal Turner. This is part of the. <laughs> Can you do a Principal Turner voice? No, I need to listen to it because he, he's not. I'm going with Bevan's. Not sort of stuck in my I head. thought Haley was married. I'll, to I'll listen to just recordings of Principal Turner and lock, for the next week, lock that constantly. In. Yeah, I mean, constantly. We know I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> we know I can achieve these things. <laughs> um, you can. There were there were there were some girls at the party. Um, well, that when the tape started, and one of them said, "Like, oh my god, that's Nathan. That's Nathan's got or something yeah. like that." And that they were, you know, watching videos yeah. of Nathan. So I'm going to go with that girl. That said that. I was going to say her, but I, um, I'm actually going to go with from the home video the kid that's playing Lucas that falls off the bike. Nice. Good choice. Also, shout out to Bevan. <coughs> shout out to Bevan in this episode. She had a really good, fu- like, funny line. Oh yeah, what did she say? She was, I thought Haley was married to Nathan yeah. or something like. That. <laughs> She's just like, come on. We know, we know that's all a facade. <laughs> that's my baby. <laughs> Shut up, Peyton. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> in the library, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that to happen. It's upsetting me. It's got to, it's got to be soon. It's got to be soon. Maybe maybe it'll be prom. High school's nearly over, bruh. <laughs> it's got to be soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's clever. You're a clever boy. Clever. <laughs> clever little Principal Turner. Um, okay. So, my favourite... No, your question. Favourite song? Uh, I'll just... I'll go for the song that was playing right at the beginning, um, which was sewn by the feeling. 
It played for ages as well. Went on for a long time, but I'll go with that. <coughs> and yours? Okay. There was one in the watch along that you went, that's everybody's favourite song of the episode, and I can't remember what it is. Desperately trying to remember. Well, were they, were they saying it in the chat? No, you said I don't read the chat, do I? You said it during the episode. Oh, yeah, maybe it was, was it a song at the party? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay, <laughs> nice. A good save. <laughs> and what about your favourite line? Can I ask you your favourite line first? Yeah, so I don't think anyone would expect this, but right, so Deb, Nathan's going off at Deb, and I actually think it's well written in the sense of he's showing a very naive teenager perspective on suicide um because she's saying he's saying really suicide mum really you know oh thanks for the note you know and and i mean a big part is people that have faced suicide there is it's not think then people aren't thinking about other people they're thinking about the pain that they're in like depression is something that is all-consuming and can seem selfish because you are so absorbed by it. And um, I think he can't understand that because he's not fully developed yet and he hasn't seen necessarily seen those types of things or, or whatever, but he's not seeing it like that. Yeah. And, uh, and then also him saying things like, uh, you know, Peyton's mum, she had an illness, she had cancer, you know... Um, Thank you, Luna. <laughs> Welcome, Jesus. Luna. Christ. Let me just close the door. Sorry. Um, you know, saying Peyton's mum, she died, she had an illness, she had cancer. You have a weakness, you know, in talking about addiction. And that's that's really unfair because people become addicted to substances, alcohol, etc., and it's it is an illness like it is something that it potentially is is mental rather than physical like like uh cancer etc but it's not something that can be taken so lightly so but my line comes in where um deb says he says something like what are you so scared of and she says myself and uh, it's just something that i could really relate to um yeah i i think that's enough so yeah i like that line nice like i resonated with me choice um and you um (coughs) nice i'm glad we i'm glad we got both ends of the scale (laughs) there bring down the mood a little bit (laughs) okay and last but not least is the precious say it dom precious rating did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation yes and did it increase decrease or stay the same it has stayed the same okay and what about you simon um i'm thinking of a number now and i have it (laughs) okay so so, okay on three one two three five Five? Yeah. This is not Jesus. this is not a good episode, my friend. It's really not a good episode. Dom, you know five would be the lowest we'd ever marked an episode ever. Because I think this is probably one of the worst episodes ever. Regardless of the reveal at the end, 
it, it's just this episode was blander than bland I, I'm hoping it's it's like really working up to prom night being a big one but this episode was I didn't enjoy this episode I didn't think it was particularly good um what about the sex tape yeah even even with that the you know that might edge it closer to a six but the mouth and shelly stuff's hilarious <laughs> it's funny but it's also quite <laughs> quite disturbing as well um but the the episode's just yeah just felt really plain well okay so could we agree to a six like a six would be I feel that's in the middle, and I feel like well, a six. So you're you're willing to not... come down to a six? You you think that's fair? Yeah, fair because I I yeah I don't, I didn't think it was the greatest of episodes. Um, also, if anyone's listening, that um, well, no, they would have already listened. If there's anyone out there that has an abundance of time. Um, and it can't be you, Sarah. You've done so much for the podcast. You've done so much. But I stopped keeping track of the scores somewhere in the middle of season three um, on the spreadsheet. I just forgot one week. One week turned to two weeks. Two weeks turned to about three or four months. Um, <laughs> so so uh, if, there's, if, if anyone has some time and could collate what the scores have been for season the second half of season three... And so far in season four, that would be wonderful because then I could update the spreadsheet because then I can get another. Because the idea of that was I can see at the end, I can tell you how we ranked the seasons, you know, what the average score was for each season. I can just do it myself. It's fine. I just don't have the time right now. But if someone wants to help, then thank you but okay um can we call it a six that will still be the lowest that we've ever ranked anything like we've there's been a couple sixes but are you happy to do that okay i'll read a six okay well hang on because i put the poll out earlier for the last episode for a nine or a ten did you vote i did i saw there was a lot of tens I haven't seen it like in like five hours or something. I saw that, so I let s- me. I saw there was a lot of tens, so I'd be very surprised if there's anything. But okay, well, let's have a look. Um, famously, you wanted you wanted the nine. That's that's what you wanted. Let's see what we got. You will respect the result of the poll. I have no choice. <laughs> there's so far there's been twenty nine votes, uh, of which sixty nine percent of those are for a ten, thirty one percent to a nine. Such a shame. There's still time. There's still time on that because I only put it out today. So, have you voted? You, I voted for a ten. I cat said she already voted on the podcast so she wouldn't vote and i said dom will vote so you should too yeah I, I, did you vote I did vote yeah so cat get out there vote 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 <laughs> <laughs> vote for nine <laughs> I, I knew you would i knew you would well okay well with that being said uh we appreciate everyone thank you for listening dom i appreciate you i don't think that gets said enough um so thank you my man for being on this journey 
with me and uh, making Ravens history. It is my pleasure every week to do this. So yeah, yeah I appreciate you, my man. Thanks, mate. And yeah, same same to you. It's uh, yeah, I just just sort of love catching up with you every week as well. To be honest, <laughs> so. and moaning about TV licenses—that's oh. we're the we're the place for that. You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ravens on free dealer's choice my friend just surprise me with how you're gonna do it all right laddie we're gonna go for ravens on three <laughs> yee. Yee. are you ready oh yeah here we go one <laughs> a two and a three ravens, ravens. and mari 